Hola, hola a todos. Yo soy Amelia Esperanza y bienvenidos a la Gringa Bilingua Podcast. And if you didn't understand any of that, don't worry, you'll get there. Today's episode is a continuation of the last one with these kind of Um, candid conversations that I had during my trip to Mexico City this past June of 2022. It was honestly one of the most fulfilling experiences of my life and I wanted to document that experience and kind of share with you guys all that I learned talking to these incredible people, these incredible natives in Mexico City. And one of them is my friend Fernanda who we met in the first episode of this season. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and check it out. I had a great conversation with her about our friendship, how we met in an online course, and how I ended up going to visit her and her family in Mexico City. And today, we do not only have the pleasure of speaking with her, but I also got to talk to her sister, Alejandra, her mother, Veronica, and Fernanda's friend, Yvonne, about their experiences as natives of Mexico City as people who were very open and receiving with a lot of hospitality to me and my father as Americans when we came to Mexico City. So we just wanted to talk a little bit about that experience of this cultural exchange, this language exchange that we had and kind of share that with you guys. So without further ado, comencemos. But one last thing before we do that for all of my English speakers out there, This conversation was conducted all in Spanish, but just for you guys, I'm going to be giving my little summaries, like in the last episode, of what they're saying so you can keep up with the conversation. So don't click away. If you don't speak Spanish, don't click away. I'm going to be translating. So, all right. Now, for real, comencemos. So, por si se quieren presentar, eh, estas mexicanas bonitas con que estoy. Hola, soy Alejandra. <laughs> Hola, yo soy Fernanda. Fernanda. Hola, yo soy Ivonne. Ivonne, ok. Estoy con estas amigas eh, para hablar de su cultura, de todo México, porque, bueno, ahorita, ¿dónde estamos? Dime. Sí, estamos en un parque en Polanco que se llama Parque Lincoln y está justo eh, a un lado de un teatro que se llama Ángela Peralta. Ah, ok. Sí, es un parque súper lindo. Eh, quizás puedes subir una, unas fotos para que vean. So, just setting the scene a little, this conversation was recorded in the most beautiful park. I miss it so much. It was called Lincoln Park, Parque Lincoln, which is actually named after Abraham Lincoln, which surprised me because, I don't know, I had like a, a weird um, out-of-body experience because I was like, am I in the U.S.? Am I in Mexico? This is so crazy. But yeah, they actually had a big statue of Abraham Lincoln and everything. It was... It was really interesting, but it was a beautiful park, so peaceful in the Polanco neighborhood, which is where we were staying, and it was right next to a beautiful theater as well, so so I hope that you kind of feel as if maybe you're there with us, listening to the birds, the cars passing by, it was beautiful, so I kind of wanted to have this real candid conversation right from the park, right from the middle of Mexico City, so hope you enjoy. Creo que lo que más me ha sorprendido, le estaba contando a Fernanda antes, que me ha sorprendido como la, la hospitalidad de, de los mexicanos porque sí. son súper amables y creo que 
en Estados Unidos no somos así. O no sé si ustedes han notado como que los estadounidenses son más como reservados, más fríos, ¿es cierto, no? Sí, un poco. La verdad sí. es que creo que aquí como que todos somos muy cálidos. Sí. Um, es, es como ser muy también amigable. Eh, nos gusta como llevarnos en general bien entre todos, porque en claro, hay, hay sus excepciones, sí. No, claro, como que, que su familia nos ha como invitado y recibió con tanta, no sé, ama, amabilidad, no sé, este, pero una sorpresa buenísima porque no creo que las personas hayan, bueno, son súper amables también, pero... No creo que, que sea así como de decir buen día o buenas tardes cada vez que vemos a un, una persona aunque no las como conozcamos. Conozca. Sí, no creo que eso pase tanto, incluso en las ciudades como en Nueva York, no creo que pase. Claro, y aquí en realidad también creo que sí pasan y puede ser algo común en la ciudad, pero todavía es más común en algún pueblo, en las afueras. Es, ok. Um, Ahí sí, literalmente, todo el mundo que te encuentres te van a ver. buenos días, sí. Eh. O hasta te pueden decir, ay, eh, a un hermano, tío, casi, casi, como si te sí, fueras claro. familia. Hola, oh, hermano. Alright, so I wanted to just step in and summarize, translate that for a second, because I thought that this was super interesting. Um, Alejandra and her sister Fernanda were telling me that even though I thought that the people in Mexico City were super friendly, saying good morning, good afternoon to me every time I pass them on the street, they told me that that's nothing compared to the more rural parts or the smaller towns or villages in Mexico, and that even in those smaller, more rural parts of the country, people might call you brother or uncle or, you know, things like that, even if you've never met them in your life. So I just thought that was super interesting, a little bit of a cultural difference. I think in the U.S. people are like that a little bit in the South, but where I live, not so much. So I thought that was interesting. It's incredible because it's like a culture different, but I like it a lot. And yes, it's different, but I think the Estadienses también podemos aprender de esto, de, de ser más amables, más amigables, que no nos apuremos tanto en todo, porque también estuvimos en el restaurante antes y como y hasta que pidas eh, la cuenta no te la traen. Ay, Eso me sorprendió porque en Estados Unidos como, como terminaste de comer, incluso a veces no has ter terminado de comer y te, te llevan a cuenta, como que te echan del restaurante, hay mucho, mucha prisa. Okay. Sí, de hecho, por ejemplo, bueno, ahorita que, que estamos, tenemos la oportunidad de estar uh -huh. contigo, que vives en Estados Unidos, una de mis amigas eh, visitó Chicago y justo era como que su experiencia fue así, que creía que todos siempre estaban eh, en su propio mundo y muy rápido, ¿no? Como que todo era muy rápido. Todo súper rápido. Exacto. Me gusta mucho tener la, una amistad contigo porque pues igual tú eres muy amable, muy sí, linda. gracias. Ay, gracias. No, ustedes aún más como... This was another thing that I thought was super interesting during my time in Mexico is that in the restaurants there they do not bring you the check unless you ask for it so there was one restaurant where me and my dad were sitting there for like an hour and in the u.s by then like the waiter would have come over to you maybe 10 times like you know at, brought you the check as soon as they see you take the last bite off your plate sometimes even you're still eating 
So we were sitting there like, when are these people going to bring us the check? And the, the Mexico City natives who were there with us were like, we were waiting for you to ask for it. We thought you guys wanted to order more. Like, why don't you ask for the check? I think it's just this thing of kind of being in less of a hurry, taking your time. If you're going to sit down for a meal there, it's a little bit more of, you know, let's socialize. Let's take our time. Let's sit here and enjoy each other's company rather than in the U.S. It's like, all right, time for the next table to sit down. You know, we're losing money here. Get the check and leave. Um, not that all of us are like that, of course, but that just kind of the general feeling. And these Mexicans who I was speaking to definitely agreed with that. They said that their experiences hearing about the U.S. and knowing people that have been to the U.S., they have said that everyone is very much in their own world, very much in a hurry. So that just specifically with the check at the restaurant, I thought that was kind of a good marker of that cultural difference right there. ¿Cuál es su parte favorita de, de su país o de esta ciudad, de Ciudad de México? ¿De la gente o de algún lugar que les gusta mucho? O... Y creo que sí, los museos aquí, con toda la cultura que tenemos, ya sea prehispánica o virreinal, es muy interesante y, y muy bonito poder conocer todo eso. Bueno, sí. en mi caso sería la amabilidad de las personas, siendo que sí son muy cálidos y que siempre están abiertos, pues... A cualquier opinión o también si quieres preguntarles algo como que siempre tratan de ayudarte. Siempre está ese, como que ese, esa amabilidad o esa, como que esas ganas de apoyar al otro. Y claro, también sí. me gusta mucho la comida, la gastronomía mexicana. So one of the things that I really wanted to ask these girls was what is their favorite part of their city, of Mexico City? whether that be a trait that the people here have or a specific place. And I thought it was interesting because Alejandra mentioned that one of her favorite parts about her city is the different museums that they have. And I thought this was, I mean, very interesting because honestly, driving through the streets of the city, me and my dad were noticing that there was a museum for everything. There was a museum for just about every time period in Mexican history you know, from the indigenous people that that first lived there to the Spanish conquest to modern history. There were museums for the Mexican economy, for Mexican calligraphy, for all of these things. I mean, literally a calligraphy museum. Like I noticed that they really put this big emphasis on museums, on education. And I thought that was a beautiful thing. I mean, it's not that we don't have those in the U.S., but the quantity of them and the quality of them as well, of the ones that we entered, was just, I mean, outstanding. I, I really thought that was so educational and so interesting and just showed that they really take pride in their history and in their culture. So that was a really good thing that I think she pointed out. And then, of course, Yvonne mentioned that one of her favorite things, which I thought was really sweet, is just the kindness of everybody and their willingness to help you. If you need help and this is something that I also can back up by my own experience because I noticed that whenever the people we were with our sort of guides in the city would you know maybe they need to know where to park for a certain event or what's the best way to get to this place they would always stop and they would they would ask for help and the people would be so kind so kind to give them direction so happy to do it to show them these places um, of the city so yeah definitely willingness to help and to look out for one another I actually had my nose started bleeding in the streets. We were walking to Fernanda's house. We were walking to their house 
and which was about a five minute walk from our Airbnb that we were staying at. And my nose started bleeding. Like, what are the chances, right? My nose started bleeding out of nowhere on the walk there. So I was sat on this bench and a woman comes up to help me. She gave me napkins. I mean, if that just doesn't show that people are willing, you know, this woman was in a hurry. She was probably going to work and she stopped and she gave me all the napkins out of her purse. And I just thought that was so the sweetest thing. So I think that demonstrates kind of the character of these people as well. And then, of course, she mentioned one of my favorite parts of Mexico, my trip there at least, um, the food. So we are about to get into Mexican food, which I know is a big part of the culture there. A big part of what we all think of when we think of Mexico is, oh, their delicious food. So we're going to talk about a few dishes that um, that stood out to me, that stood out to the girls. So, yeah. Siento que cambia mucho en cada estado pero sí es muy rica. Sí, me imagino que sí. ¿Tienen una comida mexicana preferida o desgustaré todo? A mí me gusta comer de todo, pero yo creo que lo más rico es el mole. El mole, ok. Con, sí. de, describe cómo, cómo es el mole. Es si una no... mezcla de, de frutos secos. Um, también lleva... Chocolate. Chocolate, chocolate, que es algo igual muy tradicional del país, um, y Chile. picante, claro, el picante <ríe> es muy importante. Súper importante, creo que como cuando personas que no saben mucho de México, pensamos en lo que es México y la comida mexicana, pensamos siempre en picante, picante. como todo es picante, pero no es cierto, no, no es todo tan picante, como probé ese pozole, que estaba súper rico, que, que no, no estaba nada picante, como me gustó mucho. Es que hay diferentes variantes igualmente de cómo se puede claro. hacer el pozole, entonces ese que probaste eh, es porque justo no tenía como jitomate, que uh -huh. es tradicional también, y se ve eh, de color rojo, sí. o que tiene el picante, ah, okay. eh, un, otro tipo de, de chile. A mí me sorprendió que, que tiene chocolate, porque eso es como diferente. <risa> y, claro. Tener ¿Cómo? algo como sadado, pero con y chocolate, y dulce a la vez, pero es bien interesante. Sí, justo en, en Puebla, que es como el origen del mole, eh, ahí sí es dulce, totalmente dulce. A lo mejor sí tiene picante, pero en una cantidad muy pequeña, entonces lo que sobresale es el, el dulzor. Del ah, mismo. ok. So what we were just talking about was mole, which is a sauce that some of us might have heard of, but to me it was pretty new until I really started getting into Mexican culture. It's a sauce that honestly it is so hard to define, and I thought that it was just a chocolate sauce that they put on a lot of different sorts of foods. But it varies so much based on regions. So, I mean, so many regions of Mexico have mole, but they are all so different and so beautifully varied. So um, it's hard to even describe what mole is because, I mean, their mother, Veronica, was telling me that she makes mole a certain way, but, you know, her mother made it a certain way and her friend makes it a certain way. And, I mean, they really, everyone has kind of their secret ingredient in, in every sort of region within Mexico because there are so many different regions with so many different elements and cultures. Um And while they have a lot in common, they can also vary a lot. There are a lot of differences. And that kind of shows in the mole. There is green mole, 
red mole, mole with chocolate, mole with nuts, like almonds or walnuts. And yeah, I mean, it is just a very interesting sauce. So I recommend for you all to try it. My dad really liked it. I did not get the chance to try it, but um, my dad liked it. So I can I can say that. Tienen una palabra mexicana que usan mucho. Qué chido. Qué chido. Que es como, like, how cool. Qué onda. Para saludar. Todo eso es más que en las colonias como que se vive como que más de bebida barrio. Ahí es ese lenguaje que tienes. Es lo que más tienes. Como jerga. Me imagino. Sí, porque ya también, por decir, nosotros somos como clase media. Pues no tanto, o sea, sí lo dicen también así. Pero no tanto. La clase alta también igual. Primero que hasta yo me he dado cuenta que creo que la clase alta, creo que lo tiene más también todas esas palabras que ni la media. O depende de la educación que se le dé a los hijos también. Porque también igual hay veces por decir, yo no digo groserías y mis hijas sí lo dicen. Entonces sí tienen esas palabras muy atisonantes. Para mí se me hacen mal, o sea, y desde chica, ¿no? O sea, fue lo que me inculcaron a mí y para mí se me, se me hacen muy feas, ¿no? Me, mal educada. Mal, sí. mal educada y aparte, para, si en un hombre se escucha mal, en una mujer más, a mí. Los demás, porque ya cada quien, ¿no? Depende de sí. y se respeta a cada quien. Y Ay, las diferencias de las generaciones ah, también. Sí. sí, y ¿sabes? Ahora, ahora que lo pienso, Creo que justo, no sé si es nuestra, también el tipo de clase en, en la que estamos, la educación que ya hemos recibido, y a veces nosotros inclusive ya usamos más palabras en inglés, <risa> expresiones. Sí, justo, por como... ejemplo, yo podría decir más que cool en lugar de... <risa> y también Pero como sí, check-in, noté que usan ah, sí. para hoteles, cuando llegas yeah. dices como hacer el check-in, check que es de inglés, y muy interesante. You guys know from my previous episodes that I love learning different slang words from different countries, from different cultures, because Spanish can vary so much based on the region or the country or even the part of the country that you're in. So I asked, um, I asked these girls who live in Mexico City what their favorite or most used Mexican slang word is, and definitely they all agreed that it would be que chido, which is like how cool, que chido. And que onda, which is like, what's up? Que onda? And those are two of my favorite Mexican slang words, too, honestly, or phrases. Um, so I was like, yeah, good choice. But it was interesting because their mother, Veronica, was telling me how to her, being from her generation, those words are almost um, inappropriate. They're almost like swear words. But to her kids, they are totally normal. They're slang. So um, that just shows how much language can develop even among generations. Sí, porque otras palabras, pues, justo pensaba en alguna y sí, sí tenemos, pero a ver, en este Como momento. Como dice, te dice el chale, el chido. Chido, eh, padre. Eh, no es que te trae mucho de güey. Ah, güey. La confianza con, con alguna persona, por ejemplo, con mi mejor amiga, que es la hermana de Iván. De hecho, sí, como que nos decimos güey. Es la expresión usual, pero con mucha confianza. Que ah, que así es en inglés también, que como 
se dice like dude or like man or incluso para mujeres aunque sea man como hombre se dice para mujeres a veces like dude le dijiste es cierto y no de Cristo no es cierto como a mi hermanita siempre le digo dude 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 this moment was a little bit more like a blooper but I wanted to leave it in because I thought it was so adorable. What happened was um, Alejandra was trying to think of another word, uh, another Mexican slang word that she could tell me about. That that's one of her favorites. And then someone reminded her, oh, way, way. Because way is a word in Mexican slang for kind of like dude or bro or man. Because like way. But she was explaining to me that you really only use it with someone who you have a lot of trust with a close friend, a sibling, very, very close, a close relationship. But about this word, way, I was telling them that that sounds like, you know, dude or bro in Spanish, which often is used for, with people who aren't even, you know, men. Like, I might say dude, which is technically for a man, but I say that to my sister. And then they thought this was so funny because Alejandra, who's been studying a lot of English, uh, was trying to tell her sister that, yeah, in English they say dude or bro or man to people who aren't even men. And Fernanda didn't believe her. So I told her, I said, I'm, I said, I know, I know, I say this to my sister. So I know that it's true. So I just thought that that was a cute little moment to keep in. Um, kind of shows too how with these kind of intercultural international friendships, you kind of get to teach both ways. Even though I had come to learn about their city, about their culture, which they so kindly invited me to get to know with them. Um, I ended up teaching them a little something too in the process so that was just really fun and I thought it was a cute moment but I just wanted to close off this episode by saying a big thank you to Alejandra to Fernanda to Yvonne to Veronica um, to all of their family and friends for welcoming me into Mexico City once again um, just wanted to say thank you to them for that and of course thank you so much for sharing with us in this conversation in this episode because I think it is so important to kind of, I don't know, bring you guys along with me on my trip because I can talk about my trip as much as I want, but I want you guys to be able to kind of learn with me because this is all such new, exciting information for me and I wanted to kind of make you guys feel, you as listeners, I mean, um, feel as if you were kind of here with us in the park and I just remember this day and it was one of the best days of the trip. After this, we went to get some churros um they were wow delicious i miss them but yeah thank you once again to these lovely ladies for speaking with me for sharing with us uh, i appreciate it so much so stay tuned for another episode to learn more about mexico about this amazing trip that i had the honor of going on so thank you guys so much gracias por escuchar la gringa bilingua podcast Check back every other week for new episodes and follow me on Instagram at the Emily Esperanza.